don't call it a comeback. We've been here before, and now we're back at black. We hit the snack shack, and now we're in the hospital with a broken hand and $60,000 in medical bills. Welcome back to Tad Strange, the Gravity Falls podcast, the long-awaited sequel to Bad Strange, the uh, rock and roll DJ podcast. That was our first project. Man, it did not go well. We put out like 80 solid episodes. We got four listens. That's true. Across all of them. All of them were me accidentally clicking (laughs) on it. All of them was Joe (laughs) accidentally listening to Bad Strange. It did not go well, let me tell you. uh, It was a real dark time. Oh, well, how have you guys been in the past? I should have looked this up before. Year? It's been like, what, six months? It's been, it's been a, a year. year. It's been, a, it year. been a year. The last episode, me and Trevor talked about being in the same house recording because it was a new thing. That's right. That was That's a year right. ago when we moved in oh more than gosh. a year ago. I talked about the weird boombox girls. And, you know, I haven't seen them in a year. They might not be alive anymore. Huh. I really hope or they, they are. They just they at this point they've gone up a grade. Like they might have been okay. in fifth grade or fourth grade when that was like mm-hmm. cool to walk down the street, but now they're like in junior high maybe. And maybe they went to different junior highs. Like who knows? That's life happens. Outcome. You know this what I'm is saying? The worst timeline. Maybe. People people go to different schools. People drop their podcasts for a year. Things happen. Nah, nah, no one does that. Yeah, so um, um, welcome to the yearly recording of Tad Strange. <laughs> uh, we're glad you're here for the 2020 episode. We'll see you in 2021 for the next episode. Uh, we, wow, when we, we started in... Tad Strange, we said we want this to go for like 40 or so years. And the only yeah. way to stretch Gravity Falls over 40 years is, well, you know, to record once a year. That's so true. I That's hope very you true. enjoy today's episode, and we'll see you next year. I would like <laughs> yeah, to. We... Can we maybe just start off with saying uh, what we've taken up in the past year? Uh, mainly trying to relate it to how we fended off each of the McElroys who were assigned to kill That's us, correct. as per the last episode. That is the off-the-record reason why we haven't put out an episode in this year. In a year, it's because we've been fighting both legal battles and shuriken battles with the the McElroys um, who have been ferociously tearing every bit of our livelihood from ourselves bit by bit Um, and now all we have left is this podcast if we were gonna fight the McElroys who fights who I I run from all of them (laughs) but like okay it's like X-Men right we jump into combat they jump into combat and we all pair off who fights who Uh, um I feel like Okay. Part of, me, part of me wants to say I could attempt to psychologically break Griffin. Oh, boy. But I don't know if I could. I'm not 100% sure. I think my, um, my go-to would be to physically break Griffin. But if you've claimed Griffin, i gotta okay. go, I got to go for somebody else. You're going to just physically um, break him. <laughs> I, see, I see two outcomes. I don't fight what Griffin because he's superior okay. to me. That's the thing. Okay, way. yeah, I'm. So it's concerning. I'm either gonna fight Travis or Justin. Now, if I fight yeah. Justin, I'm sorry, but I'm on their side now because I just really like Justin. So now <laughs> yeah, we're four on good, two. But if I fight Travis, I might walk out of this okay, and we might be friends at the end. It'll start yeah. as a fight, but I feel like we we'd start punching and then we'd slowly stop punching. Taco Bell, because who needs violence, you know? 
So, Joe, for you, it was shurikens versus Griffin. No, no, no shurikens. It's a mental battle. For Trevor, it was eventual Taco Bell with uh, Travis. You can't tell me Trevor and Travis don't team up. Yeah. 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 That's kind of impossible. Do you think you could take Justin or Griffin? I'll take whoever you leave. Griffin. No, Justin. You take Griffin. Oh. Okay. Why'd you switch so fast? Um... I don't know. I'm vaguely remembering one of their video episodes where they're um, being like police in a tiny town. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what exactly I remember about it, but I just remember it. And I think remember Justin being in a small vehicle. And that seems um, I don't know where the connection is, but definitely Justin. Okay. As far as I know, Already. Justin has a mansion full of haunted dolls. So goodbye. You know who else teams up, though? The Avengers. Dipper and Mabel in this episode. Ooh. Yeah, hey, that's true. Speaking of things... And they're a pretty good team. We didn't really say what we did since last year, and I distinctly remember saying I was going to take up fishing in the last episode. <laughs> did you really say <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, I, I was listening to it the other day, because I was like, what is this thing we do? Uh, and there's just a scene where it's quiet, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to start fishing. And then we just go into the episode... <laughs> So, uh, just so all you guys know, I didn't do that because I'm disgusted by worms. Oh. Yep. (laughs) I got to that point, and I was like, well, not going to do this part. And I threw all the worms in the lake, and I left. That point is usually like the first part is collect your worms. Step step one is where I stopped. Uh, Okay. Actually, it's probably pre-stop one. Step one. Because I was like, all right, what do I need? I need? I need a rod. I need some line. I need a cool fishing hat. I need a vest. I need worms. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> I guess we're done. I, I just I just left the Cabela's, and they were all confused. <laughs> you just walked into a Cabela's, had a mental struggle with yourself, and walked back out. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that is kind of just a normal Wednesday and a half for you, but... Where's that? Yeah. So, anyways, the uh, don't worry about it. What hey, Joe, we, what 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 number what episode we, is this? What do we do um, here, okay. guys? I wanted I wanted to do a funny thing oh. where I was wrong because that's what I do. But it's definitely season two, episode five. Because I've stared at it like, oh, this is how many episodes we did. This is the one we have to do next. Hey, um, if mm-hmm, I can just mm-hmm. pull the viewers behind the curtain, it was roughly. Whoa, whoa! Don't come back here. I'm it indecent. Was... <laughs> It was roughly 10 minutes ago. Yeah. We were speaking about what we were going to do in this podcast. And Joe said, oh, this was season two, episode four. So just a little bit. He was okay. absolutely wrong okay. before we started recording. Like, okay. So there's still, because we need that familiarity for all but the But do you have any proof? Are you sure it happened? Oh, I'm not sure it. that this is happening. Because I'm not sure it happened. I'm questioning everything now. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. But, but this is season two, episode five, episode and the real girl. Hey, remember um, that thing I said? What kind of podcast is this for people listening? Because, uh, you know, we're just here and stuff. We are just here and stuff. It's a podcast about existence. It's a podcast about friendship, broken relationships, um, broken people. relationships? Uh, rarely, but sometimes. Only in the uh, first episodes. 
I was going to say the season finales, but actually, no, actually, only in the season finales and then the start of the next episode, all the relationships are broken. Actually, psych, this is a Gravity Falls podcast where uh, as three buddy boys, we watch through every single episode of Gravity Falls and discuss it. Um, it's comedic and storytelling and uh, moral values uh, and basically whether we enjoyed it or not and try to... Uh, Di- oh, uh, 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 un- untangle the intricately woven tapestry of. I had a cool thing I used to say. Welcome it to d- Tad Strange of Gravity Falls yep. co- podcast, where we examine the wonderfully Ooh. woven tapestry of Ooh. Alex Hirsch's Gravity Falls. Ooh. That was almost it. It's close. You, get you didn't three say points. Alex Hirsch, but that was that was close. I prefer Alex Jones's Gravity Falls, but um, nonetheless, we're Indiana here Indiana Jones's Gravity Falls, because <laughs> it's just the gravity well he found inside of a temple, and now oh, he I has like to it. deal with that. Hey, and you know what? He doesn't like snakes, and snakes are just big worms. So you are you claiming that you are Indiana Jones, and therefore you could defeat Trevor McElroy? <laughs> Wait a minute. not. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I'm not Indiana Jones. Oh, That's gosh. good. Um, you never want to claim that you aren't someone. Um, yeah. So how'd you guys feel about this episode? Uh, coming back, it's been a while for me. I don't think I've watched Gravity Falls since we did our last podcast. Um, other yeah, than prepping for the eventual next episode that never came until now. Yeah. Um, so for me coming back in, I noticed... Um, it's it's a very stylized show, if that makes sense. And one thing that really hit me, this is going out of order of our normal thing, but it's new and we're cool and it, we're unhinged and you don't know what to expect from us. Oh, boy. Um, one thing that struck me is the amount of stings that are used, just like little musical things. Like the police. Um, like stinging the police? Yeah. Um, like, if are you, you saying took, that Sting was in this episode and I missed it? But only in about three second segments of music. But it's just little things that are like, do 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 Those sort of things. That is that is what a Sting is. Mm. And I noticed a bunch of Stings, uh, like back to back to back to back to back, especially towards the beginning of this episode, um, where they're... I, I don't know. If you were to see it in a negative light, you would see it as kind of a crutch for emotions where they play the sting to be like, this is what you're supposed to feel. Like, mm. is it a mysterious thing? Play a mysterious sting. Is it a sad thing? Play the sad sting. Um, is it an old thing? Is it Crunkle <laughs> Stan? Play the old sting. Um, which is just a bunch of uh, banjos, which is fun. But... Mm. So that's that's one thing that struck me. I don't know if any of you guys had uh, some fresh takes on an old show, <laughs> Four, like six years old. Man, it's it might a, be more it, than that. It is as funny as I remember. I'll tell you that. <laughs> cool, man. Cool, I was, cool, cool. I knew I liked this episode, but this is it was it was yeah. Like I busting, chop, rocking, <laughs> hair splitting, knee slapping, bee punching, baby oh. kicking, no. angry grandma. No. Down funny. Ah. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Hey, remember when we used yeah, to grade episodes? That was a thing we used to. Yeah, do. that's kind of what I was going to work towards. Remember when we used to the... let all of our members nope. talk about what they liked about this episode and not us. skip over one of us? It's just me and Joe. I don't now. think that ever happened. Play... So Trevor, how's your fishing then? <laughs> it's terrible. I haven't done it. Play the <laughs> Trevor and Joe only stick. But I'll wow, put out wow, Trevor That's too long Joe for a sting. Show. That's not a sting anymore. The only sting is in my heart. 
Uh, okay, um, Matt, you can go. I swallowed a bee. You can talk now. Um, <laughs> wait, would punch. you swallow things like go right to your heart? <laughs> How do you think you get like cholesterol and stuff? You're right. Fair you're right. All the tubes inside of me are connected. <laughs> So I I appreciated this. I think was a really good episode to come back on. It it's solid. It's it's full of stuff. Um, it has some of the horror that we've seen in past episodes, yes. um, like the Summerween episode uh, and some of the other uh, horror ones. It's got. I think it's got a kind of nice um, split from a Mabel or Dipper focused episode. So it's one of those minority number of a lesser number of episodes that the A plot and B plot are not focused on the Pines twins. That was really cool for me. Um, I mean, maybe I would have wanted to come back and see the titular characters doing their thing, but I really liked uh, coming back and seeing these side stories, you might call it. I don't necessarily see this as a side episode. If this is something, if you're watching through it, don't skip this episode. Watching. No, no, this is definitely worth your time. It's definitely core for sure. This would be an um, episode I'd be like, if I was showing someone the series, I'd show someone like an episode or two with Dipper and Mabel, and I'd be like, yeah, but then watch this. Yeah, because <laughs> it's that good. Because this really shows like how kind of insane it can go, and also it's a really good example of them just playing up a genre, basically, um, and multiple genres kind of at the same time. Um, one of kind of the I guess, haunted video games. Well, no, wait. Well, there's the animatronic. Nonetheless, Five Nights at Freddy's, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of a precursor-ish. I know it's been around, but to Doki Doki Literature yes. Club-esque mm-hmm. things, which um, just random fact that I found on the internet, which is definitely true. Um, the day Doki Doki Literature Club released, this episode just happened to have been played on uh, Disney XD. Not the original one, but a rerun. Um, but it happened on the exact same day. So there we are. It's, a, it's all Monica. Everything is Monica. Yep. Such a good game. Yep. You don't know what we're talking about, do oh, you, Matt? Oh, geez, I, don't, I thought you were weird. referencing, trying to reference characters oh, within Gravity Falls, and I was like, that's uh, not, it's not her name. Know, There's no Monica in this episode. No. You know why Matt doesn't know what's going on? Because I'm not Trevor in this and Joe show. It's just me and Joey, and Matt's not here. He's a ghost. We sing our songs. It's fun. Yep. The end. Welcome to our musical Gosh. podcast. I give this an A minus. Wow. Hey, yeah. How, how's it feel to be interrupted oh. instead of left out for me? I give it an A minus because it didn't necessarily include furthering the Gravity Falls story. True. Um, but man, I really liked it. Maybe I'm out of practice as far as my readings go, but. That's all right. Yeah, I'll stick that, with A minus. That's where my brain's exploding right now. Is trying to remember my grading system. I think I was a harsh critic, but I don't remember. I was like you and Trevor switched between being harsh critics, and I was generally more positive. I was than like you guys. the Russian judge at the Olympics. You guys be like nine, eight, and I'd be like six. <laughs> There's that one bad flat <laughs> joke. You lose. <laughs> Not enough edginess. Um, but it was, I think there's oh, plenty in this there, episode. I think <laughs> there is a store named Edge on Purpose. Edge on Purpose. <laughs> yep, and oh. it's perfect. It's oh. so beautiful. I think I'd be an A minus two. I think because, yeah. like we said, it's kind of a core episode. It has some good humor. Um, it doesn't quite. 
I think if it was um, just a little more solid, if they had a few less stings, in my opinion, although maybe that was just the shock of getting back into the style of it. Um, I think if it was a bit more polished up, it would be a solid A. I don't think this would ever be an A plus because it doesn't have any of those like high emotional moments, uh, yeah. or not as high as like because um, Bill is in it, etc. That's literally what it is. <laughs> um, and so you don't get. I didn't get goosebumps here, but I felt good. And like the relationship between Seuss and Mel- Melody is pretty believable. Um, and yeah, it's a fun episode. I'm gonna say flat A. I'm going to go one above you guys. Okay. Wow. And I'm going to okay. say that because we get one of the rarest encounters. We get Grandma Seuss. And Grandma yes, Seuss. Yes, I forgot about Grandma Seuss. Every line she has is the purest of gold. Just poured into this tonic of comedy that you drink down and go, mm, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about Grandma Seuss. Right? She's fantastic. I, Nana? Does, is she Nana? Jesus? Is that um, what he calls her? He calls her Nana. She calls herself Abulita at one point. Abulita, yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's, a, this, it's, this it's definitely think... his grandmother. Yeah. Yes. It, this gets to, um, and some of her lines in this are 90% of, I think my favorite line is, I vacuum the wall now. <laughs> <laughs> just... I, I don't know. When he leaves the house and she just walks in his room and goes, Seuss, you're not home. <laughs> Time to read. Yeah, walks up to it and just picks up. She's legitimately it's the good. best. It's wonderful. But before we jump into jokes and specifics and stuff, can we talk about this episode as a whole? What's the story? What's oh, going on here? I don't know. Um, I guess we could. Star wipe. Mystery shack. <laughs> Interior. We see Mabel running across the middle of the room and straight into a door where she screams, <laughs> braces. Because her braces... Got stuck in the screen door. How'd you guys feel about that open? How'd you guys, did you guys like the braces in the door? It's extremely shocking. <laughs> and seeing it, seeing it, um, like on TV for the first time, I think it is a plus, 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 plus because you're instantly brought in. Yeah. I have, um, I have a little story okay. that involves <laughs> teeth horror and metal things. Oh, no. Uh, you know those swirly metal Brillo pads? No, no. Okay. We used no, to get no, no. them by the box at work when I when I was a chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. We, we had a kind of game we played I, no. where if someone kind of looked at you and just went, you won't do it, you did it. Then you did it. I bit into one of them like it was a brownie, and it got stuck in my teeth. And my whole bottom set of teeth had these little metal. It was like metal uh, floss. And I had to pull it out. It was stuck for a bit. I had to pull it out of my mouth. And then we went and got ice cream. There was blood. Anyways. Um, Are you talking about Gravity Falls? Gosh, I don't like this character is, at all. What is happening? Stop you this re- character. You reverse staged me. With, it wasn't I, supposed to you, be that much. Ice cream isn't that powerful. Ice cream is extremely powerful. <laughs> you have no idea. It is my Achilles heel. <laughs> like, legitimately, there's ice cream about five feet from my head's position right now, oh. and I'm thinking about it. 
Mostly because you mentioned ice cream. I was <laughs> it's not that bad. I don't have an echolocator on every single ice cream within a five-mile radius. That's yet. some specific Working deal. Okay, okay, okay. That's fine. So, yeah, that's my story about that time hey. I've been into a Brillo Town. Okay, well, nice. thanks for the uh, episode recap, Trevor. <laughs> um, do we do? Yeah. We get uh, we get we get some good stuff while we're in the mystery shack. We get old Goldie, who is absolutely fantastic, oh, and my yes. favorite. I don't. Why is this? There's one thing that bothers me about the mystery shack, right? Is that every time yeah. we're here, it's just kind of different inside. It's never the same. <laughs> and I'm so sad we haven't seen old Goldie more because mm. when that kid, this mm. little kid with the big old lollipop, is walking through the mystery shack for whatever reason, and Grunkle Stan like. Pops out from behind a rack and is like, hey, kid, put that, Watch put this. that quarter in here. And he does, and then old Goldie's eyes pop out and oil spurts out of its mouth while he's Every time, I'm just like, what am I, what is this? This is why you got canceled, Gravity Falls. This is the reason right here. Don't worry, we'll see old Goldie later. Oh Spoilers. Gosh. Um. After the fabulous old Goldie scene, we get the idea of where does Seuss go when he leaves? Um, you know, where does he go? It doesn't matter. We're going to find out. Black Wipe! We're inside Seuss's house. Welcome to Seuss and Grandma Seuss sitting on the couch while Seuss does Grandma Seuss's here. Um, we get the um, idea that Grandpa Seuss is in hell. That was uncomfortable. <laughs> but now <laughs> it's, it's time for love. And you guys know what that means? Screen slide! We're back at the Mystery Shack. There are tons of jokes that happened while we're here. And, and I, I just it's just so good. There's so much. We're, we're what? We're like five minutes into the episode so far. Yeah. And every scene we've seen has had jokes. And there's just so many jokes. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's fantastic. We'll get to jokes later because I wrote them all down. Um, Seuss is trying to find love because his cousin? Yes, his cousin Reggie. Yeah, yeah yep. his cousin Reggie. Who was mentioned back a few episodes. Yeah, is getting engaged and they're having an engagement party. So Seuss needs to go find a girl for a date to the engagement party. Easy peasy. While at the shack, uh, Seuss tries to talk to a female. Does not go well. She screams and runs as fast and as far as I'm she can. Seuss. And that's how I feel before I got engaged. <laughs> I, I relate to Seuss really well in this episode. I'm just going <laughs> to say it out loud. It makes me feel great. Um, mostly because he hides in his basement and plays video games. <laughs> the uh, Wonder Twins decide they're going to help Seuss um, get a girlfriend. And you know what they do? Screen scan. We're in the mall. Gosh, welcome to the. There's a lot of. There's a lot of transitions. There's a lot of transitions in this episode, and I'm gonna say most of them. Uh, we go to the mall. There's a bunch of girl-based shenanigans. A bunch of more good jokes. Seuss gets very nervous. Doesn't know what to do. Can't really talk to girls. Runs into a video game store. Um. Where he finds, essentially, like Joey said, Doki Doki Literature Club. I think it's called Romance Academy. Yes, like seven. Romance Academy seven or something, which is I think is hilarious because these things actually exist. Um, mm. One of my favorite jokes happens in the entire show, but we'll save that for later. Um, Uncle Stan, for some reason, brought old goalie to the mall to throw him away. <laughs> introducing. He's trying to get a replacement. Oh, that's right. And then he can't get a replacement, so he has to throw it away. In- yeah. Introducing the B plot and what might be the best B plot to ever <laughs> exist. <laughs> Uncle Stan 
throws away old Goldie outside, learns of a new restaurant inside the mall, which is essentially just a Chuck E. Cheese, where there's yep. a big badger that plays guitar, and kids throw money <laughs> into the and their pants. Yep, and their pants, which had suspenders attached, may I add. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> they essentially worship the badger god they have built, and Uncle Stan is like, how do I get this? Computer screen slide! We're in Seuss's room, uh, which also might be his kitchen, because there's a microwave, and me and Matt had a long talk about having microwaves oh, in I your room. Just, I don't huh. under, we'll get to that later. Uh, I wrote in my note, Seuss lives in his room now, definitely not doing anything we don't normally do in our rooms. Right, guys? I normally record podcasts definitely in my rooms, not do, but not only a year apart. Definitely not doing anything we don't normally. He spent 13 so hours always... in his room talking to creepy computer girl. Yeah. Definitely not doing anything we don't. I'm still working on that. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, the twins realize he didn't come to the Mystery Shack today. Uh, they go to his room, and there he is talking to his new robo-girlfriend, Jiffany, who is a anime computer program and is scary. And before, oh, Giffany is her name. I was going to make the joke. Is it Giff or Jiff? Because they make that joke later. And I said that to myself when I was watching this. I was like, is it Giffany or is it Jiffany? I don't think you spell it. And they made the joke. Um, the twins shut off the computer. They go to the mall. Um, Suze tries to talk to a girl. And another fantastic joke ensues. Where he's trying to undo the conversation that he just had with her. And she just looks at him and says, you, you can't undo who you are. And he screams and runs over to a used appliance store. What is that yes. place? It's like Jeff's OKTV. OK like, yeah. something like yeah. that. Why is that in the mall? This um, mall's insane. Uh, yeah, I, I also later. want to say this, this mall, mall has no object permanence because the kiosks just move at will. <laughs> no, we talked about this, and I have a solution for it, and we'll talk okay. about it later. Like this it. mall, is it a giant lazy Susan, <laughs> not exactly. This mall is the what is it? The oldest house from Control. Yeah, it is oh, the no. same <laughs> place. Um, we learned that Jiffany oh, is alive uh, because she can just appear in TVs and talk to Seuss. Uh, she became sentient, and she killed her programmers, and now she's a rogue AI. Um, and she says, Seuss, what do you want to do? And he, you know, smash cut! We're on a train! <laughs> Not a real train, a little train, where <laughs> Seuss is riding on a kitty train with Tiffany, and he catches the attention of the, the, attention-y, the attention attention-y. of the meat cute girl. Uh, meat cube is an extreme lunch meat. There it is. Brand, apparently. <laughs> yep, yeah. it's great. Uh, they talk. She thinks he's he's funny and cute because he does what he wants and lives freely and has fun. They set up a date. Uh, Seuss goes home and tells Jiffany he doesn't need her anymore because he's going to try with Melody. Jiffany gets angry, and she gets this whole, like, Samara face from the ring when she's just like, ah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> we we then burglar cut away to it's a burglar <laughs> cut. It's when you cut away to Uncle Stan, but not his burglar gloves. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Stan is giving himself the one word job pep talk inside the mystery shack uh, because he's gonna go steal the animatronic badger from 
the Chuck E. Cheese esque. What was that place called? I, I didn't write that down. Um, I don't uh, take hoo-ha, Hoo-ha's Pizza Emporium. Something like that. So, He's like going to go steal the badger from them, and he's talking to his gloves the whole Ocean's 29, one last job, and we're out. Um, Seuss goes on his date to the same place. That's important. And the worlds collide. Um, Seuss has another one of my favorite jokes. Um, <laughs> Jiffany is here. She appears all angry. Um, let's see. The Fight Fighters reference twice, which I thought was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of just wrote gibberish from here on out. Uh, let me tell nice. you. Ooh, I can, I can I'm gonna, take this. I'm going to explain what happens Do you wanna? inside the Owl okay. Emporium with these words. Fear. How the owl is dead. They grow death arms. Skee-ball <laughs> cannons. Put those together as you will. Yeah. Um, Very good. Yep. Seuss plans a self-sacrifice scheme to Me- stop Germany. Meanwhile, oh. meanwhile, mm-hmm. the real A-plot's going on. <laughs> oh, Uncle, Uncle Stan steer, steals the badger from out back. But when Giffany takes over the animatronics, the badger comes to life and oh, starts yes. fist fighting him. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I didn't write that down. Um, um, but Grunkle stands ducks underneath, um, and the badger's fist goes into old Go- Goldie, who grabs on and starts gnawing on uh, him. Old Goldie, oh, who is now possessed by the devil because there is no power <laughs> attached to him, and he is attacking <laughs> a living animatronic. There's a lot of spiritual possession going on. No, it's and, like yeah. it's like rigor mortis. Like he's dead, but he can still have a like muscular also, reaction. I don't, I don't understand this. This just made no sense to me. If Giffany, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, took control of the entire like emporium and is focusing all of them onto the twins, Melody and Seuss. Why is this badger fighting Uncle Stan? Why? Extra, why is extra power? Why is it's, it? It has its own sentience. Like it, yeah, it is yeah, be, its own yep. being. It is not under her control. It is more powerful, and I think that's why Satan, hmm. seeing his best minion Stan okay. in trouble, inhabits the now. Howard uh, statue that is old Goldie and fights back. Um, you have unfortunately unraveled the entire end game yep. scenario of Gravity Falls. Yep. Um, that's it. I did. It's over. That's it. So, There's really no reason for us to do any more podcasts. No, that's it's it. It's been fun. And uh, wipe. We're done. There you go. There is no <laughs> resolution. Next week, <laughs> next week we're going to be watching um, the third season, second episode of Shark Tank. Ooh. Um, I love Shark Tank. We'll be repeating that episode daily for the next 38 years well, and also matrix 2 reloaded Ew. that's true I'd but at the same time Shark with Tank. matrix backwards um, and um, you know what else nice. happens Good. oh uh, false ending swipe oh you got because me because we're back inside of hoo-haws uh seuss plans a self-sacrifice play to distract <laughs> tiffany um Melody and the twins try to fight back. It doesn't work. Uncle Sam fights a badger, like we said. He's saved by Goldie. Um, in which there is the final confrontation between Jiffany and Seuss in the back of... I'm confused by this room because it has... It's a kitchen. It said kitchen. Okay. It's the kitchen. But it also has, like, audio technology set up for the stage in it, which is very... Yes. Do Sometimes they, you just want to watch soaps while you're making food. Do they make the pizza and also control the robots from the same room? Yeah, I think there's only one... Empl- Wait a minute. 
We'll get into this later. Okay. I think there's only <laughs> one employee second. here. I think Gerald or whatever his name is Gary. is the only employee. And think Gary's the only employee in this place. But finish your synopsis first. Okay. Um, Jiffany says she can meld their minds, hers and Seuss's, so Seuss can live with her inside of their video game forever. Um, Seuss covers his belly button, which is my favorite part of this entire episode, <laughs> and says, no, he won't do it. He wants to re- live like his life and not the fake life that she's created. Uh, she goes to insert a CD drive into him somewhere, and Seuss destroys the CD-ROM that he had that was like Jiffany's code um, by throwing it into the pizza oven, and Jiffany's face <laughs> melts off like a Terminator. Yeah. Um, yep. We go back outside to, like, the main area. Seuss and Melody are sitting on skee-ball machines talking. Seuss invites her to the engagement party. She says yes, but we learn she's from Portland, and she's not staying in town. And Seuss now gets to have a relationship with a girl on a computer, what he always wanted. Uh, The twins are watching from the ball pit as Grandma Seuss then pops up out of the ball pit, and they go, (laughs) have you been following us? And she says... Is like my soaps. Cut to Vegas. Old yep. Uncle Stan and Old Goldie are having the time of their lives in <laughs> Vegas to what is now going to be the new ringtone on my phone. Um, do, 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 questions i know okay normally we're not completely a conspiracy podcast but i think we are now so andy randall gary gary so gary gary i think number one must be the only employee in here because a he's the person um who i guess owns all the animatronics he's also cleaning up after the dude who pukes in the ball pit um, assumedly, the reason why the kitchen also has the things that control the animatronics is that he can multitask because he can't be in two places at once. So that he can be prepping the pizza while the kids enjoy the animatronics. Then he can bring out the pizza from there. 100%. Oh, that's good. Also, there are no other employees ever shown. Also, Gary, I don't think, is shown fleeing the premises. Which means we have to assume <laughs> He's that... Dead. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. New theory. <laughs> Gary uh, actually has been controlling Hoo-Ha the Owl from the inside. Now he's dead. Because he doesn't trust anyone else to do anything, which we are shown by the fact that he hasn't hired any more employees. So the reason why we don't see Gary at the end is because he was inside of Hoo-Ha the Owl and he was summarily executed by Giffany, possibly unintentionally, possibly not, but probably because he was the only one with the controls to actually control the other animatronics from inside Hoo-Ha's body. And robots don't die, so we know that Giffany must have been telling the truth that Hoo-Ha had indeed died. She likely detected some sort of vital signs and then their uh, flatlining and was like, oh, well... I guess this object, assumedly she's kind of new to the real world, this Probably. object was alive and now is dead, and it was Gary. Uh, I don't like that theory at all. Okay, but can you disprove it? Nope. Yeah, because Gary has robots. 
That's oh. that's why he can do. How is he going to prepare the pizza when wait, he's on wait, stage doing things? He's saying all the animatronics. Oh, wait, he doesn't have employees because his only employees what? are the animatronics. Yeah, you you can't say okay, Gary uh, is able to multitask, but then also say, but he also sticks himself inside of a robot costume yeah, to be yes. something that he doesn't have to be. Like yeah, all yeah. of the other guys do completely fine. The bass playing beaver yeah. dude is all like hook, hook, and Correct. in a terrible be- way. Because but they're it, he not does it. Because they're not the showrunners. Again, he is a control freak okay. who refuses to let anyone else do his jobs for him because he wants this place to be the best that it possibly can be. That's why he doesn't even hire someone to th- clean up the puke in the ball pit, because he has okay. to do it the Gary way. Okay. So therefore, the only way thing that would make sense is for him to step up on that pizza time stage, which is hilarious, by the way, um, <laughs> and then take on the lead role of the lead performer in here. And again, uh, the fact that we don't see him for the rest of the thing, he doesn't run past Stan. He doesn't run out the front. Gary was inside hoo-ha. Okay. Trevor, we need a third theory, mostly so me and Joe can both trash it. Go. Okay. Our last Yep. Is him kissing the badger on the cheek. It is. Dang. That's real sad. I think, much like um, myself, I, as a working okay. man, Gary okay. Gary has a crying spot at work where <laughs> he goes and he sits and he weeps and sobs over the fact him. And Badger can never have an honest-to-God stable relationship. And it upsets him so badly that he has to go take a cry break. And that's where Gary so that, is. So that, he was just on a cry break? Yeah. All right, that jives more than either of ours, yeah. I think. See, I have uh, a that's real the most conspiracy theory and a somewhat okay. plot hole. Okay. Um, Giffany essentially exists in the cyberspace, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she does not have to be bound by a computer. She is so powerful, she can turn computers that are off on, and she can appear on TVs that aren't operating. She just turn them on and be there and connect them all together. Mm-hmm. Um, why, when you burn her CD-ROM, she dies? I thought about this. Matt, do you have a theory? Before I say um, the correct theory. You say the correct theory, I'll say the more correct theory. Go. Okay, already. So... On surface level, it doesn't make any sense if it is purely an electronics-based thing. But, as you have said, things are haunted in here. So it's not actually the electronics. It's haunted electronics, haunted by her. The sentient AI that came online was not only computer code, but was also spiritual. And that's literally the only explanation, because otherwise it doesn't make okay, sense. Okay, I would like to menace. give a more correct... Let me, well, let me at least build on that because I agree with Joe, but building on it, I would say that Giffany, especially based on the supporting evidence that she essentially offers, um, Seuss eternal immortality. Yeah. I would say she is a necromancer who has left her body and is now more like a lich. The CD is her phylactery. Except in her transition to lichdom, she okay. went insane and lost all of her memories. Awesome. Um, it, because 
She's a cyber lich, is what she is, where she's she's transferred basically all of her magical essence into code, but in doing so has gone insane and has lost that human part of her. As liches usually do. That makes as sense. As liches usually do, which is all of her memories. Trevor, do you have a counterpoint? Yes. If Giffany and Ultron were to fight, who would win? Giffany. I mean, Okay, to there's two ways this goes. Okay, we need another question. If Ultron and Rumble McSkirmish were to fight, <laughs> who would win? Ultron. Well, Ultron. Not Rumble because he no. got wrecked by Giffany in two seconds. Okay, okay, no, no, no. But it doesn't necessarily have to be a like tier list. It could be a rock paper scissors situation. Oh, right. oh. where see, where uh, Giffany is capable of defeating. Rumble McSkirmish. Oh, Ult- Ultron could defeat Giffany, but Rumble McSkirmish could defeat Ultron, and did at the box office because Giffany is really only able to inhabit physical things that already exist. So yes. she isn't as strong in the physical world. She is yep. OP in the digital world because she wrecks Rumble McSkirmish. Correct. Ultron would ha- would be able to beat the physical essence of um, Giffany. But yep. if Ultron were to go digital, Rumble McSkirmish, at least when his digital presence is online, wrecks everything. That's very true. By online, I mean in the real world. Yeah. And the thing about Rumble McSkirmish is he doesn't have a central disk that you can destroy to delete all of him. Um, basically, he, he has he has copied himself into every single arcade everywhere, probably into movies, probably also into home consoles. So to defeat Rumble McSkirmish, you must destroy all of the world. But if you destroy <laughs> all of the world, you also destroy Ultron because he came from the world. So therefore, the only way Ultron could possibly beat Rumble McSkirmish is to defeat himself, which he prob which he may do, but he cannot defeat Rumble McSkirmish. Okay. We know that this is a good rock paper scissors. Yes, this is a good. This is good. Yep. So rock beats uh, scissors. Scissors beats paper, and paper just stops rock from winning. Something like that. Yeah, that's how I play rock paper scissors. <laughs> oh my gosh! Thyclops, guys. Follow up question. It's not a thigh. I have a follow. It's up not question. a thigh. I have a follow up question. It's a it calf. Is, it's a calf. It is. I have a follow up question. Okay. You ignorant ignoramuses. I'm oh, sorry. wow. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. You better. Why didn't they call this episode the Giffening? That'd be good. That was my question. Because it's not about Giffening, it's about Seuss. Incorrect. Giffening is. <laughs> what? Let me Google it. Giffening is the real. Hero oh, hey. Of this so- tale. You're talking about that. Let's actually break this down and say, okay, A plot, B plot, C plot, maybe. Um, A plot. Seuss trying to get a girlfriend to go with him. You mean Seuss plot. You mean Seuss Seuss plot. This has been an established thing. That's right. The Seuss plot has now become the A plot and has consumed it into itself. Only the B plot remains. (laughs) The Seuss plot, he is going... Uh, to try to get a girlfriend to come with Sorry him for to yelling. his cousin. That's okay. To his cousin <laughs> Reggie's engagement party. Um, and that is a beautifully solid A plot um, because Seuss, a person who at the beginning of it, we kind of see as not uh, worthwhile, ends up 
um, realizing that the value is kind of in him being himself and he's valued in that way. That's great. B plot. Grunkle Stan needs to show that he is still in the game by stealing Badger. Grunkle Stan thinks that old Goldie is out of the game because he scared this kid away. Um, Mm -hmm. However, Grunkle Stan at the end realizes, wait, old Goldie, for who he is, is a beautiful contraption man. And that's cool. So both of these, A plot Mm -hmm. and B plot, Mm -hmm. kind of have the same moral. At the very least, that who you are is important and is valued, even if for some time you seem bad at things. For example, Old Goldie was bad at retaining customers. Seuss was bad at talking to girls. There we are. But in the right context, with the right opponent, (laughs) you can succeed (laughs) and be ultra effective. I'm going to yep, be absolutely. honest. I don't really know what Matt was talking about there. <laughs> he was saying the good, nice, feel-good thing that you normally say. Yeah, but you see, that doesn't change the point. This episode should have been called The Gift of Dig. I am... Yeah. Oh. Okay. No. <laughs> it, possibly. it's So, okay, it's probably a reference to the movie, movie stage play to Lars and the Real Girl, which apparently came out in 2007. Lame. Okay, okay. It's a romantic comedy drama film that, unfortunately, I don't think anyone remembers. Oh, maybe wait a minute. What? Did Alex Hirsch star in it? Here's the secret. Uh, I'm going oh down the rabbit gosh. hole. Oh, uh, wait for me. Have fun. What? What do we do? What do we do? Okay, Trevor? I did a ser- I did a search for Alex Hirsch. I'm back. The rabbit hole was really shallow. <laughs> I just did a find on Alex Hirsch and found nothing. So okay, I'm back. Okay, fair enough. I'm back in, and don't regret it. So, after we've talked about this episode a bit, do we still feel the same? Have we changed our minds about how great this episode is? And if one of us might have changed our minds to say it was not as good as the others, he would feel a little bit less like a human inside because this is one of the best episodes I've ever watched from this series? C minus. Wow. Okay. So, I think... Hmm. Before we do that, I'd like to point out a couple good animation things that happened. Oh, sweet. good quality um this actually happens one of one of these things happens on several occasions where something in the background comes and is used later which isn't um which isn't necessary so in the survey of the mall when seuss and the pines twins get there and they look around at all the real girls um melanie is there at Mm -hmm. her cute kiosk Mm mm-hmm good stuff um when seuss runs into the game shop and collapses against the uh what do you call those things that stand up and you put things in them cabinet Uh, shelf shelf, (laughs) collapses against the shelf dr punch him up is there right dr punch dr head punch punch something like that he he is punch head md something like that is on that and i think there's one more i can't quite find it right now but that is worthwhile and doesn't need to be there mm. but it is maybe because these people care about what the animation that they're making um in addition something that wasn't necessary well maybe it was necessary but i appreciated it is partially because it was part of a gag the pizza box that the pines twins are spying on seuss <laughs> during his date yep. has mm-hmm. that has the two little eye holes when it goes down 
you see the pizza through the pie through the <laughs> nice. holes in the nice. cardboard box i think that is a valuable part of uh animation shows attention to detail shows that there's care and craft put into these um episodes this doesn't happen in every episode sometimes we find animation things that aren't great but in this episode i was more struck by the couple of ones that were like hey this didn't need to be here but it was good they could have uh compromised in this scene but they didn't Mm. that's good so i i really like that the animation was real good for me nice um if we don't have something we want to jump to i want to real quick just go through all the games and just list them out for you um and then if we don't jump off from there i've got another thing to jump into that we mentioned before um so first of all there's a full rack of uh gamer magazine capital g capital r all the rest lowercase just all gamer 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 Nice. Um, which is fun. Of course, there's Nort, which is back, which may or not oh, may not yeah. be Tron backwards. Um, that was in Fight Fighters. Uh, there is, <laughs> oh, I'll say this one last. There's Fight Fighters. There's Fighty Hog. There's Doctor Punchhead MD. Um, we see a stand-up for Pit Spelunker. Pit Spelunker. Yeah. Not Spelunker. Spelunker. Wait, really? oh, it is man. Spelunker. I don't. It's probably funny. And finally, um, the ultimate game. Virtual Owl Travel. <laughs> what? <laughs> no way! Yes, yes. On the shelf is Virtual Owl Travel, oh, and it is beautiful. That's a one thing though. That's my favorite one. Seuss, Seuss picks up um, uh, Romance Academy Seven. Yes. He reads the front, which is in English. He flips over to the back, which is in Japanese-ish. I think. Mm-hmm, it seems mm-hmm. like a mixture of Japanese and elite speak, um, but <laughs> and he reads it perfectly fine, confirming that Seuss knows Japanese. Sure. Japanese. He's an anime boy. And elite and elite speak maybe. Um. So that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Huh. Maybe that's, his. That's not too much of a stretch for me to believe. Well, okay, they put Japanese in front of his face, and then he read it. <laughs> I don't think you need to stretch at all to think that he was able to read well, no, Japanese. Well, no, no, but the believability of it. Like, oh, oh is this okay. something Seuss could was do? Was he reading it, or was he just guessing? Maybe he was just guessing. <laughs> I kind of like that better. Nine out of ten basement dwellers. Basement dwellers recommend. <laughs> I don't know if someone would put that in a box. Maybe. Good question. Um, nice. Although... I want to talk about this mall. The no end mall. It's insane. So there's there's a frame um, that I... Okay, you're going through the mall. It, it's like, okay, it's a mall. It's a weird mall. Some stuff's in the weird place. The thing is, <laughs> looking from the inside of Bleepity Bloop, which is the uh, uh, fill-in for GameStop, um, <laughs> also the brand of piano that Candy played in the last episode, also the brand of a couple other things, but nonetheless... Um, when they're inside the bleepity bloop, you get a view outside. You also get a view of the walls. The walls are just rectangles of plywood, like nailed together. I'm, I'm, I kid you not. Like all the walls are just plywood, unfinished. Like no paint on them, no anything on them. Just 
straight up plywood, every single wall. There's an entire store dedicated to selling 50 cent keychains, like a full size store just as big as Bleepity Bloop dedicated to 50 cent keychains. Of course, in Bleepity Bloop, on uh, mounted on that plywood wall is a curved uh, Zvielander, like right next to an electrical outlet. And then I think they're selling cards for a buck fifty, which I mean, at that point, just go to go to Dollar Tree. But <laughs> this mall is insane. I like Gravity Falls stuff is kind of rustic and run down, but yeah, I never noticed how completely like they paid five dollars for this building. This thing <laughs> is like, I don't. I did any. Well, did, any of you Question. all catch some? Yeah. Could it be part of the also multi-purpose convention center buffet? Could it be like Ooh. an add-on to that building? Ooh. That was maybe like completed that summer. That would so make like sense. So like a few episodes ago when we went to the movie theater buffet or the concert hall buffet with the five, uh, the in-sync um, yeah, yeah, um, play. Several times. Five guys, several times. and fries. Pretty much. Melodies and lies. Maybe there was, like, like, construction going on and the mall was just completed and now they're, like, going. So, uh, maybe. Maybe. That's an idea. There's not really much support for it. But I feel like if there's a rundown mall, it's probably near the uh, convention center buffet multipurpose structure. That would make (laughs) sense. From the inside, the place looks more like a flea market than a mall just from that one shot of the plywood and the 50 cent store it's just weird it's super weird it does have my um there's also a bill to be oh go ahead Trevor. store ever in it <laughs> which is that on purpose <laughs> yes. oh my god yes. the hot topic lookalike that i would have spent all of my days in but now you trevor have an issue with object permanence in this particular building i do yes and uh, you know why i do why do you? Because Why is at that? the first shot, the first pan we get of the building, we see some of the storefronts, we see the kiosks, and Meat Cute is in the middle of the kiosk sector. Like there's a whole big open room mm. and a bunch of kiosks. When Seuss is riding the little train, he's off on like the side of the mall. It is not the same area because there's a wall there. That has like all these like clouds and blue on it. You, it was not in that shot whatsoever. And Meat Cute is now directly next to it. Are you assuming that Meat Cute is not a portable yes. meat wagon? Hundred percent. I he is also. I am saying assuming that Meat Cute does not don't ha- move. He's also assuming that Meat Cute is not both a kiosk in the mall and a store. It's. It's a kiosk. She's standing at yeah. a kiosk. But what they, if it's two kiosks? They, they don't could have branched kiosks out. For the same maybe she made, maybe she made enough money in the first kiosk uh-huh. that she convinced her boss to let her open a second kiosk and man them both because she uh-huh. isn't confident in someone else's ability sense. to do the job correctly. And so that's why she crawls inside an animatronic badger um, and controls all the other ones Gary from the inside. You're, this is Gary is Melanie. You never see them in the same place twice. That's not what I. That's not what I was going for. Huh? No, my words just kind of uh, all gooped up there, didn't they? Also, Melody is working at the mall. She sees yep. Seuss. She 
talks to him. They make a date. She hands him 50 cents. She leaves <laughs> she the out. mall oh with her apron on and everything. She does not, no. she does not go back to her meet cute. She walks out the front door. Or side she door. walks to the other kiosk. <laughs> which oh. is now outside. <laughs> yeah, they move. They are they're run by the other animatronic badgers that we don't see. Do you ever see one animatronic badger and another animatronic badger in the same place at like, once? No. What is because there's Matt, only one. What is your thought here? That she goes, man. I'm just, I'm not getting any business in front of the fifty cent store today. I'm gonna push my meat cute down by the, the, the stop and go, and we're gonna stop and go over there and hopefully get some business. It is one big building. You don't move your kiosk. Hmm. I don't know. Have you ever worked at a kiosk? I'm a kiosk. And that's why I don't yeah. like fishing. Good night, everybody. See you guys in a year. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Alternate theory. She said Alternate. she got out at, like, 8, right? Yeah. Maybe it just turned 8 o'clock. Yes. The sun, <laughs> the sun was setting at 8 o'clock. Right then yeah, and there. Yeah, it was summer. It's yeah. summer. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Because we don't need facts. And she needed to. I'm glad we're all in agreement. No, I'm done. But he's gone. All right, that's fine. It's the Trevor Matt show, the real one. The what show? We have lots of fun. <laughs> I'm not allowed to be here. I'm just here <laughs> to do the song. And so now it's time. I forgot you had wireless headphones, so I assumed you couldn't hear us the whole time, Trevor. <laughs> I want to talk about the fact you said it's the real one. So, was our show not the real one, Joey? Is that what you're trying no. to tell me right now? No. Yeah, we, no. We were no, 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 no. Okay. Well, no, first no, no, of no. all, you're included in both of them nope. because this is the Trevor and Matt show now. When you left, I don't get it. I'm just hoo ha. No, I'm I'm Barry Badger opening for hoo ha in the jamboree. Okay, okay. Except you are hoo ha, and he's the jam. <laughs> are you saying I'm dead? <laughs> um, not yet. <laughs> I went to my refrigerator and I got some Wendy's because kiosks oh. just move around, and so does Wendy's. Yeah, that, that tracks. That tracks. Do we have anything else on a movie? Oh. We are not sponsored by Wendy's and never will be yet. Oh. Do you want some chicken nuggets? They got Rick and Go Morty's. to the place Don't where you want Wendy's. chicken nuggets. <laughs> no, we're not unsponsored we're not by them. We're just not sponsored them. by them. But we're sponsored to be anti-Wendy's. <laughs> that would be great. What? what if McDonald's sponsored us just to start a war on Wendy's and we never tell That'd us who's good. sponsoring? Like People are like, who's your sponsor? I don't know, dude. We just hate Wendy's. Am I right? Nudge, nudge. <laughs> I don't know, man. A random package just shows up in the mail every day and says, Frick Wendy. It's full of, it's full of Big Macs. Who keeps sending us Big Macs? And also $20 bills. $20 and Big Macs. Oh. Um, one thing I want to discuss real quick, which I very much like, um, mm. is a little uh, a bait and switch that they do. So we have the A plot nice. and we have the B plot. And in general, the B plots, there's like what? Kind of three scenes. Um, yeah. There's yeah. one in the beginning where everyone's together, where it's like Goldie breaks. There's the second one where he's getting ready to go rob, and then there's the third one where he robs. That's yeah. that's the only thing that's in there. In all, it's maybe like uh, four or five minutes At of most, the whole yeah. thing. Um, of course, not counting the 
perfectly done outro video. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what one of my favorite parts in this episode <laughs> is where you've had a section of a plot. I think um, they went to the mall and tried to do some stuff um, and were unsuccessful. Then I think you cut to commercial break, and then you come back, and Grunkle Stan is talking to Wendy. Um, and it's like, you don't understand, Wendy. This animatronic badger sings. It's the perfect money taking attraction, but he won't sell it to me. And so you're like, okay, you're back in the B plot. And then Wendy just says, this is literally too dumb for me to care about. <laughs> and then full pivot to Dipper and Mabel walking in, and we're back in the A plot again. It's like, okay, we're going to balance back and forth, jump back. Nope, nope. No oh B plot for you. It's very, very fun. Uh, I don't. I haven't seen well, it. Uh, just a. It's fun when uh, shows play around with their own formula and switch things up. So I very much enjoyed that. I remember the last animation thing that I loved. Ooh. Um, it was when Giffany, while inhabiting the female badger anim- animatronic robot, walks towards Seuss yeah. and walks past the arcade boxes and. It's almost like a reflection of digital Giffany is in the arcade boxes. Also speaking, as animatronic possessed beaver lady Giffany is walking in the real life. That is, ooh, that's wonderful. If it was a more serious, uh, scary thing, yeah. I would have gotten goosebumps at that point. Yeah. But it was, it was, it's still a very, it's still a relatively light. Um, with Mabel stopping to take her shoes De- off. Demeanor, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still relatively light across the board, um, but that was an excellent, an excellent scene. It was excellent. Yeah, nice. A lot of the animation for Giffany is fantastic because it's a very different yeah, art they, style. They actually brought in a completely new I artist to do <gasps> the uh, the the voxel work, yeah. pixel work, whatever it would be um, for her. That's beautiful. And you're right. It's just it's a completely separate style, um, and it really clashes with the normal thing, but also fits in nicely. It has a good yeah. blend to it. It gives it that horror feel it needs at times because it yeah. is yeah. foreign to yeah. what we're used to, which is cool. Yep. Anything else you guys want to hit on before we move to our, I think, favorite segment, not our most mediocre segment? We'll save that for another time. Um, Seuss's PC setup is pretty rad. He uh-huh. his password is fixing it one. Yep. Um, he has a nice picture of Abuelita <laughs> next to his PC, <laughs> yes, and also off to the side is a bag of chipnacks, the yes. chip snack, assumedly. <gasps> yes. I don't know chip if snacks. you guys. I liked I liked his setup. It's his sweet pro <laughs> controller though that only had two big squares on it, and one of them is apparently a pause button. So I don't know what the other so it's one a steam yeah. uh, It's a Steam controller. Oh, oh, it's Steam oh, controller oh, too. We're also not sponsored yikes. by the Epic Store because wow. they don't want us to trash Steam. Um, um, it, it does have two bumper buttons, though. We saw that at the beginning when he's punching Panthers. It has two right. bumper oh, buttons Matt, that's and on two his main console. buttons. This is his PC. These are probably different controllers. Yeah, but did you know that you can use the Xbox controller on both PC and console? We're not did, sponsored. Did you Wait. also know that using Steam Link, you can play your PC games on a TV? Wait, the, the what controller? I'm, I'm sorry. Are there Xboxes in Gravity Falls? We don't know! <laughs> they probably got Dexboxes or Hexchoxes or, or Rexboxes. Um, actually, they have Xboxes, Wait a minute. I will not eat my eggs. I will not have my... 
Legs! Cut them off. I don't want them. I'm oh, looking no. it up. There is a box. There is a cube. It's called the... Oh. oh, here's them leaving. Here's them... Nope. Here's Grandma coming in. Go away, Grandma. Okay, I'm waiting go back for to the it. door. I'm looking for the door. Oh, this is fun. This is <laughs> fun. This is good content. I'm scrolling through. Oh, Abuelita's back in. Go away, Abuelita. <laughs> um, yeah, this is gonna this is gonna work eventually. I don't think it shows in this episode. Yep. No, it does, it does. It does. It does. It does. It's a poster does. behind Sue. It's a game that cube. I didn't take a note on, but it's not a GameCube. It's called a. Believe, I believe. Believe with us. Believe, 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 believe. Come on, you can say it too. Believe, 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 believe. I hear you. I hear you. We're getting there. Believe, believe. It's rising up. Believe. Giffany will be free. You know what? I'll get there eventually. Did you find that yet? Or... Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rewatch the whole episode. You guys hang out. I don't like this oh, segment. Attacube. <laughs> Attic. Attic. It's called the Attacube. The at like at a boy or no, atta- like, oh, it's... that's right. I remember that. Oh, yes. the Attacube. See, it was worth I, it. It was worth the 35 minutes that took your... me to rewatch the episode at half. Speed. I don't want to burst your bubble, Joey. Oh, that's a pun. The poster reads. Are you saying that, that poster reads? Have a great. Attic cube. Oh, that's right. That's and why it's, I remembered. It's, it's a it's a Rubik's cube. Like, have a great attitude. Are you saying there isn't the attic cube? Then what did I buy off of eBay? Well, you'll find out in thirty six minutes. Probably twelve cats. Probably. I hope. For how so. much? Um, three. Hey, what address did you get that set to, Joey? So I can intercept it for you. Just let me just say your address out loud. Sure. Yeah, I sent it to twenty three, uh, fake fake street. Got you. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> Where? What's the zip code? Uh, sixty nine, sixty nine, sixty nine, four twenty. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh. This has been a In beautiful episode. Fake gonna choose it. The United England of Chine Madagascar. I'm so proud of us, guys. I think we're back. I was a little scared that coming back after a year, we wouldn't know what to do, and we'd get to like the middle of the episode and just have no energy. That we'd be bad at this. That we'd hate Gravity Falls. That we'd hate each other. That we'd never talk again after this. But we might talk. Can we yeah. talk later? <laughs> we'll talk again next year and we record the next episode. Oh, thank you. That's oh, good enough so for great. me. That's more than I expected. As our closing segment, (laughs) um, what is your favorite goof, gaff, or gif in this episode? Ooh, I like it. Oh, that was that was nice. Thank you. Good jokes. My favorite running joke is "Old Goldie." Mm. Hands down. But my favorite, my favorite, favorite, juicy, squeegee, yummy, dripping good favorite joke. (laughs) Did I say squeegee? Oh you said squeegee. <laughs> uh-huh. Is a Seuss grandma one-liner. Okay. She says to Seuss that he needs to get a girlfriend before she ascends to heaven. I- Do you have the, 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 the correct? To live I have the, the full, I have the full please, quote. Please, I have half the quotes. <clears throat> I'm a big dummy. I would like to see you settled before I ascend to heaven to live with the angels. 
And with Grandpa. It's me, Sooth. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> oh, and with Grandpa. And we, thank you. And with Grandpa. Uh, no, he is not there. <laughs> this does this does two things for me. Mm-hmm, it tells mm-hmm. me that Seuss's grandpa was a terrible, terrible desperado. He was a bad mm-hmm. man. Second, it confirms he was a hell. Anyways. Yeah. Because Seuss's abuelita all is powerful and such all-knowing. a reliable and level-headed person, <laughs> as we are aware of She's in this episode. omnipresent because she just appears when she feels like it. That's true. All-knowing because she reads Seuss's diary. Yep. She doesn't have to. She does it for the connection to him. Mm, that's oh, nice. That's, that's tender-hearted. That's really you sweet. Parents tell kids to keep journals so they can read them when they're not home. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the only reason. I got played. What about you, wonderful old brother of mine? Um, um, um... Mm. Don't try Two, that I don't think I didn't have a roll on the floor laughing one that I remember because the entire end credit scene is is that thing. Yeah. So the, with that out of the picture, it's going to be either when Gary says to Grunkle Stan after rejecting his offer to buy the badger, um, like animatronics is a young guy's game. And then he flicks his earring as if to show that having an earring means that he is a young and capable person. It's either that or um, every time you compliment me, my eyes get another highlight. And then Zeus gives her three compliments and it's just progressively bing, bing, bing. That is, I laugh at that every time. Oh, What gets me, I can't tell if it's a, I don't laugh at it, but I have an extreme emotional reaction to it. <laughs> That could be interpreted as funny. Um, I think just, hello, friends. Hoo-ha the owl is dead. <laughs> it just kills me every time. Um, but I think I love her my little favorite banjo joke. riff while she's doing that, too. Oh, it's so yes. It's, it's, yes. Good. it's good. It's good. I think good my favorite design. favorite, though, has to be when Seuss walks up to Melody for the date and says, are you ready for a <gasps> date with... Me and shakes his hand for each word. It's fantastic and fully um encapsulates his character. Mm-hmm. Soon to be followed Seuss up and with Melody. like a big gold panda. I was gonna say that Seuss and Melody strongly yeah. remind me of mm. me and Chloe because me and Chloe would go mm. to like an animatronic pizza house. That sounds awesome. And when he's sitting there and he does like the big gold panda and pats his belly, I do that all the freaking time, like all the time. <laughs> It's true. Like, uh, like chicken. <laughs> oh, that's not even a joke. That's just me constantly. <laughs> so while yep. watching this episode, I felt very warmed in the heart because Seuss found love, and so did I. Mm. Take Aww. that, and I think internet that's... trolls who said I couldn't do it. Mostly my mom and me. I'm sorry. I was I was um You're... weed eater for thirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wow. think with that feel good, <laughs> that feel good moment, oh. we'll bring our uh, beautiful time together to a close. But don't worry, friends, we won't leave for another year. <laughs> <laughs> You're breaking the illusion. We're in. Oh, we're in, we're contracted sorry. in by all the um, people we aren't sponsored by. Thanks to thanks to people who sent us emails, left us comments. Um, oh. 
Honestly, we uh, popped back in. Trevor and I both around the same time. We're like, hey, we did this thing. I wonder if it was any good to just listen to an episode. And seeing your comments warmed our hearts um, and grabbed our heartstrings and tugged them extremely hardly. Um, And now we're here and we're bound by contract um, to finish Gravity Falls. If we continue, we've got 15 weeks left. So that means in four months we could reach the finale. Wowzers. Um, And... Yeah, and finish this baby up. I'm excited. I want our listeners to know if they ever feel like they don't have a voice. They got three grown men to watch a child's cartoon and talk about it for an hour and 15 minutes. Your words are so powerful. You've done this. This is your fault. (laughs) Yeah, like literally, I just saw one of the comments that they're talking about, and I was like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. That made me feel feel good. I'm in. Um, so we will be opening three Patreons, one for each of us. We will expect $300 by next Tuesday. Otherwise, there will be no more episodes. I will delete the entire feed. Um, I had a funny story. Uh, it almost got uh, deleted because I didn't pay the, the fees. So <laughs> I'm glad that didn't happen. Um, but Sub $100 fees. Oh, oh, yeah, it cost there. me $3,000 every month to it doesn't. You can If you want to start a podcast, you can do it pretty cheap. Uh, just do some why, research and why are you out. building our competition um, no they're not our competition they by accepting my advice uh, I have subconsciously planted in their minds uh, them referencing our podcast every single time they do an episode of their podcast that's good that's they're definitely good. Yep. not the same sponsor. way that their comments subconsciously affected us now we are uh, turning the tables tabling the turns back to them uh, this is an extremely long outro. <laughs> Do you think we should just end? Yeah, sign off. Hey, what up? I'm Matt. And by what up, I mean, I'll catch you next time. <laughs> um, hi. I'm I'm here too. Um, pizza time. <laughs> you can say your name. You, I, can, you can. Oh my gosh. I'll see you guys in a year. Are Are you guys concerned like I am that there's still vomit in the ball pit? Like, Gary was going to clean that up, but I feel like a Gary thing would be just kind of hose well, it down. Well, a Gary thing is to go look at it and then go to his crying spot and just stay there for a few hours. Yeah, I don't really trust Gary. He did let children throw pants at an animatronic badger. That is kind of weird. Gary really is probably the most uh We're bad at ending an episode. We- <laughs> no, no, this, this is... <laughs> you, 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 no, you kept this no, going for way too long. We can't. I think it's I'm gonna have to just. I, I'm gonna have to fade out this whole thing over time, and it's just I not gonna work. It doesn't, we did this last episode, and it was that's a bad it was good, but this episode is like just not. It's disease. not gonna work. That's so much okay. disease. I've, I've I've brought the volumes at zero now. Well, they can't it doesn't hear you really matter because I'm still recording. The volumes so at zero. I'm no one still gonna be in the outro, even though you guys are all gone. Wait a minute, but I'm the one. I'm the one editing it. Well, now that they're gone, it's just you and me, listener, in this extremely long outro. You're probably sick of this by now. I may have cut this out because it's dumb and way too long. But if not, just know that um, I'm watching Trevor eat a burger, and it looks good. Um, And I can't wait to see you tomorrow in your local Wendy's. Possibly. You know the man. You see him. He has shoulders. That's how you know me. Approach him slowly. Not too slowly. Tap him on the right shoulder. Say hello. Are you a tad strange? A Gravity Falls podcast? And when he screams and runs, you'll know. You'll know it was me.
that's how you do an outro. 